0: I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. I am so excited for this. It's kind of funny to me because it's not scary. It's just like, uh, so many people are doing these things. And I'm gonna call them out. And I've done every single thing on this list for a very long time. And um, I saw the the repercussions or whatever you'd want to call it. I've seen that, right? I experienced that. So all seven of these things are things that one, going to repeat it. I did for a long time and they screwed me over. (laughs) Okay. And two, almost every single client that I sign on that comes to me is doing every single thing on this list. Pretty much. Okay. Obviously not always, but it's, it's pretty likely that when a new client signs on with me, they're doing these things (laughs) and every single time it's like, uh, no, (laughs) no, Um, But here's the good news is they're easy to change and I'm excited to share them with you. And basically, here's what I did. So I was like, okay, what are the things that new clients come to me that they're doing that are screwing them over, that make me cringe, that keep them from multiple six figures? And I just jotted them down really quickly and now I'm just gonna rant on them, okay? And we can have a conversation. So number one, you ready? The first thing I see all the time is they're not being strategic with their pricing. They're not being strategic with their pricing and they're not being strategic with their calendar, okay? Really meaning to say, people will come to me making five figure months, right? Outside looking in, killing it, okay? And they come to me with this program and this goal for their number of clients. So if you sign on with me or if we have a session, what I'll ask you is, what's your one-on-one? How long is it? How many calls? What's the price? How many clients do you have? How many clients do you want? Okay, almost every single time, they will tell me the answer and I'll be like, huh, okay, have you actually put all these calls into your calendar and looked at what your calendar looks like if you're fully booked and they're like, no, should I? If you're not looking at what that looks like, you are going to hate your life (laughs) when you're fully booked. And it's so, so, so important. And so many of us online coaches, online entrepreneurs, we get really heart centered with our pricing, which is very important because at the end of the day, the only way you're gonna be able to sell is if you're confident with your price, if you can get behind your price. Meaning, if you have all these fears, doubts, questions, blah, 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 about your pricing, you're probably not gonna sell it, right? So sometimes you have to sacrifice a little, to be honest, because we get in our own heads, we get too emotional with it. But if you're trying to sell 10 client spots at this, rate. I mean, honestly, those of you charging $1,000 a month or less, a lot of you charging $2,000 a month or less are screwing yourself over. And you've probably never looked at how much do I make? And what does my calendar look like? And here's the other thing a lot of people don't realize is the time you're spending with your clients. And this might be like uncomfortable for some of you to think about the time you're actually spending with clients should be a very small amount of time in comparison to the amount of time you wanna work, right? Because there's like three main things that you're doing in your business, okay? Maybe there's even four, but action-wise, there's marketing, and then there's sales, and then there's client work, right? You've gotta be able to market every single day, you've gotta be able to execute your ideas, you've gotta be able to get on those sales calls or have the sales conversations and hold space for the sales and all of that and you've got to do your client work you can't say well it's only 10 hours a week with clients yeah but that's actually a lot of time if you want to work a lot of hours like at least 40 hours a week then you're good but if you don't really if that's not really your big vision you're screwing yourself over okay that's the first thing okay number two this is kind of piggybacking on this one because this is another thing. If people aren't doing that, if their pricing is like, okay, that pricing's good. What I see them doing is doing free calls and or giving all these calls as bonuses or including calls and in other things, right? So for example, right? like Maybe you have mastermind or a group program or a course or I don't know, right? And you're giving these free sessions or sessions are included in it. And I was talking to somebody the other day about this and um, it was just kind of funny because she wanted to give all these people into her kind of like her group program, these sessions to go with it. And when we looked at, okay, you want 10 people and you want to give them each these couple of sessions a month, it sounds like no big deal. Okay, I'll give them a session a month or two sessions a month, like no big deal. When we plugged that into her calendar, I mean, she would have not been able to, there, there was no time left, right? because that co- turns into 20 extra sessions a month. And it's not actually needed. And I used to do this. So I see a lot of women that are making 10k a month and the only way they know how to do that is by doing a ton of free sessions every month and a ton of sales calls and a ton of free calls, right? Um that's the only way they know how to make that income. And they're hating their life because they're making five figures, but they have seven to 10 sales calls a week, you know, and I remember when I was making like $8,000 a month. And before I first went into making multiple five figures a month, which remember I had a huge breakdown moment where it was like, nope, cannot do it like this anymore. But I remember talking to my biz bestie and we were both doing very similar in our businesses. And we were having this conversation of like, okay, we only need to do like 10 sales calls a week or like, I forget how many exactly it was, but I mean we were just talking to each other, and I remember telling me, like, you only need to do like just think about your sales conversion and figure out how many calls you need, and then just get those people on the phone. And I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, I need like 10 people a week to do this goal. And we were executing that way at the time, but it's not gonna work like that forever. So if you're depending on free calls and things like that to sign your clients or then I went into the next stage and I offered a lot less free sessions and sales calls and things like that. And I started offering calls as bonuses. And before I knew it, I had all these passive programs running, but the only way I felt like I could get people into them, hey, Stephanie, I can't really recognize you in your photo, at least on like live stream, but hello, I'm happy you're here. So then I would offer all these bonus free sessions. And before I knew it, cause I never looked at, okay, if I offer, 10 people, this many free sessions with this program, what's life gonna look like? (laughs) Never thought of that, never did that. And before I knew it, I had all these passive programs, these group programs, all these things to scale, but I still had a calendar full of calls. I mean, 20 calls a week, okay? You can't do that, that is ridiculous. Um, And maybe you're like, well, it's not that bad for me, I'm not that extreme. I mean, you gotta look at that, okay? Okay, so. And here's the other thing really quick. Just think about and I did this today. I wrote out today in my journal. I didn't do a lot of journaling, but I wrote a couple of pages of like what does my dream life look like? What am I really working towards? And I really stretched it. Like 10 years from now, which it'll probably happen sooner, but 10 years from now, what does life look like? And of course, it's all dreamy and fairy tale like and super easy and just just so dreamy out of a movie, right? But I'm not going to get there unless I start executing like that woman right now. And that woman doesn't do any of the stuff we're talking about. You know what I mean? And she works very, very minimal and she still has clients and stuff like that. But, but you guys get what I mean, right? You've got to be thinking like that. So sometimes it feels like, well, it's okay to hustle right now. It's okay. It's not that bad right now. I'm only doing 10 sessions a week right now. It's not that bad, right? think long-term because you, if you ever want to get to your long-term vision, you've got to start executing it and acting like that now. Okay. That's why I say, and this goes over so many people's heads, but I tell all my clients, the only way you can ever increase your income is to decrease the time you're working right now. You know, cause you've got to think like that. Um, because I used to think, again, this is just ranting. I'm like, keep checking over there. Like, is it back? Um, I used to think that I don't know, I would hire these mentors and I would start new months and think like, okay, I just need to get better at sales. I need to get better at my hustle. I need to get better at my marketing. And then magically I'll be doing the same stuff and working the same hours and just start making more sales and making more money. That is never going to happen. For most of you guys that are already doing five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand um, $10,000, you have to start working less. You have to figure out how can I get more in less time, right? Which means not just, how do I get better at my hustle? How do I get more motivation? How do I stay more focused? That stuff helps, but we've got to think about this stuff, right? So then how does that work if that was the way you were getting clients? Learn a new way to get clients. <laughs> what is the way that the clients continue to come in? Um. So, I mean, if you guys are outside looking in, you can see what I do. So. I have automated systems that sell stuff. You know what I mean? I'm selling people into my course every single week now, totally automated my course. And they're getting to see me on video and communicate with me and already get to experience working with my assistant and my team in there. And it's really cool. And then people literally just naturally come from that into other things. So that is the whole lead generation and bringing clients in. But also what I found that I've been talking to a lot of people about recently is when you have something like, If you do nothing this week and you still are going to make money and you just know that because the system's running and it always works, it's been working, took work to get it working, but now it does. It takes that pressure off of having to sell and your standards go up. So it's like, I'm not going to get on a call with somebody unless they're begging me to and they want to work with me and they know it and I'm their dream coach. will not get on a call with you unless that's the case. You know what I mean? Because I don't have to because I'm already going to make money this month or this week, you know, which before, even when I was making $20,000 months, I would feel like it was still iffy every week. It could very easily still be a $0 week. There was many $0 weeks. And then I would do this huge push to get people in. So do you feel like you were just strangling things with overbooking those calls? Do you feel like you were just strangling things with booking those calls? I don't know what you mean but I feel like I was strangling myself. <laughs> okay, number three out of seven. You can, you can write that differently if you want because I'm like not sure. But the other thing, creating mini offers or creating offers all the time, okay? So, and I do actually want to clarify, I did make multiple five-figure months consistently doing everything on this list. It just really sucked, you know? And the direction I'm moving in with my own business, with my own life, and with my clients and with my marketing and what I'm all about is less about five-figure months, even though I think that's necessary. I think if you're a business, you should be doing that. But it's also about what your life looks like doing that, you know? So I'll clarify: I'm most people cannot hit multiple five-figure months doing this, but you can and you might be, and I did for over a year, every month, 20K or more. Easy, right? But um, I always get distracted by comments so easily Taylor. But then it was like, I literally got to a point last year where I was like, well, in 2016, I got to a point where I was like, do I really want to do this? Like, I don't know if I really like this. I don't know if this is really worth it. This is a lot of stress. This is a lot of work. Literally had a moment where I talked to my coach about that. I literally asked her like, how do I know if I'm supposed to do this? How do I know if I'm supposed to keep doing it? Cause it's really freaking hard. Um, that was making $20,000 a month at that time. And then I had a moment in 2017 where I was like, I knew I was passionate about helping my clients. I knew this was the business for me. So it was no more like, should I just quit this business? It wasn't that, but it was a moment of, I would rather make so much less money than I'm making right now. Like, I don't need this money. I don't need to make that much. I could scale back my life. I can scale back my, um, not my assistance my expenses, and, which might be scaling back my existence. (laughs) But like, I was literally had this moment where I was like, I'm going to keep doing this, but I'd rather make 5K months or 10K months and not deal with all this and not work this hard and not not have no life, (laughs) okay? It was probably terrible grammar, but I had that moment. And so yeah, you can have multiple five-figure months doing this, but you're not going to like it. Okay, creating mini offers. This is another thing that happens like that, right? So if you don't have anything going, right, anything predictable, right? That's what we should all be focused on. Like, what can I do that's predictable? I love you, Gianna. Um, you start creating little offers. So when I first started getting intuitive, right, which we are all intuitive, but when I started working on my intuition, and like, Oh, yeah, I want to be intuitive in my business, I've been following all the strategies. And I don't like that. That must be what's so hard. I need to follow my intuition. So I would literally have these, I mean, every day this happened, let's be honest, but I would have freak outs where it's like, shit, I need to make money, right? I'm not on track for my goal. I haven't made money in two weeks, whatever, right? And I would be like, okay, shit, how am I gonna make money? And I would sit there and I'd close my eyes for a minute and I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna create a bootcamp. I'm gonna create a new group program. I'm gonna create, and I would create something out of my intuition, but that's not intuition. That's fear, that's freaking out, right? Because you don't have anything predictable. So if you are creating, a brand new offer every single month, which a lot of you are, hopefully not all of you, but a lot of you are. I was, I was probably creating two offers a month, to be honest, and one would fail and one would do pretty good. You don't need to do that, you know? I used to make a new offer every single month and I mastered selling these mini programs. So, I mean, it could be $200 to $2,000, but I mastered selling these mini programs. So I'd make a new program every month. I'd get super hyped about it. I'd get my intuition flowing with it and I'd make about 10K off of every one of them, no problem, every time, pretty much every time, right? And that's how I was doing these these months. And then I'd have a shit ton of clients and make 10K from that too. It's very similar now, but the thing is, is I have a couple programs and that's it, and I don't make new programs um, unless it's for the bigger vision, but I've got these couple of programs that are what I'm all about. It's what I've been teaching for a couple of years. It's not this little thing that people want it's what I want. It's what I believe in. It's what I want to teach. And I make five figures or more off of that every single month on repeat, right? So my one course, not my 12 different courses I've made every month, but my one course now makes, um, I mean, for seven months in a row, it made at least $15,000 a month on average, right? So to clarify, totally had a month that was like 16 and then a month that would be like 14500 So if you average it out, $15,000 a month, but nothing lower than like, mm, like 14, maybe thirteen, five hundred. okay? For seven months in a row, in a row. And then last month I made over 20,000 from it. So we scaled it up again. And the goal that my team, my team executes it now. So I literally tell my team, okay, we're making more. We can put a little more ad spend in this month or we can do this a little bit more this month. I want your focus to be to get us to 30,000. And then I just do this, right? I want to sign my last one-on-one client. If I don't, I'm still going to pay the bills. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm still going to be fine. I don't, I, I don't need it. I don't need you, but I want you. <laughs> um, my course is, so it's been $15.97 pretty much this whole time. I just raised it to $19.97 probably in the last, like, maybe the last month, but at the most, like, in the last two months. So $19.97, and then I do a payment plan that's four monthly payments of um, 547. dollars what is your ad spend in pulling in the 15K from that program each month? Um, I think it's just crazy. I think the most we've spent in one month is like $600, and it's normally like $400, which is really weird and really crazy. Um, and it doesn't convert super... I do webinar. It doesn't convert super high, but I don't know. I haven't had to do a ton of ad spend, but consistently that couple hundred dollars. And I wouldn't do $5,000 a month in ad spend. (laughs) Um, You have a membership site full of all these courses and you've got five people in this one, 10 people in this one, maybe 20 in that one if it did really well. And then five in that one, three in that one. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so true. I've totally had that, even though I didn't really put everything in a membership site, but I had all those Facebook groups. (laughs) Um, You don't need to do that. You can scale one offer. It's scary, but you can do it. Okay. It doesn't take a long time. And in fact, from the very first month, I launched that course. Well, the first month, not really, because it was like half a month and there was a bunch of mindset stuff. Second month (laughs) when the launch started working, I think I made $20,000 that month from the course that month, but at least 15. And so from the first time launching it, it did really well. And then we immediately put it on repeat. And then I The webinar wasn't working great, so I did a couple weekend sales and this and that, but I just focused on one offer and I reused the same content and my life literally changed from that, which is another bonus tip. Why aren't you reusing your marketing? You don't have to make new marketing all the freaking time, okay? But that's a secret hack that you only get on the inside. (laughs) Okay, Um, another thing, number four. Well, I kind of already said this. This is almost the same thing. Number four is reacting to needing money and launching really freaking quick with no intention, no strategy, nothing, you know? And I would consider myself very borderline between super freaking strategic, but also very mindset focused and totally all about law of attraction and mindset and manifesting and like, I think you really need both, right? And honestly, if you were to listen into conversations with my clients, I feel like it's very mixed right and so i think this goes with both of those i think a lot of people wake up realize they're not on track for their goals and they're like me and you where they're like they're not sacrificing the income they're like all right let's get to work right so um you get to work but you just launch something like i used to create stuff and i thought this was a real skill and talent and i still think it is i just think it can save my butt <laughs> if i'm really struggling financially i make shit happen somehow. But long-term, it's not that great, right? So um, because you're not ever giving anything the energy, the love, the intention that it needs to do really well, and you're also not doing um, any strategy, right? So that's number four. It's the same thing. Stop creating new things just to make money, right? Start thinking, what what's the next 90 days look like? Everything you're selling right now should probably still bring you money in three months, you know? Um, and you shouldn't be starting your months at zero. And that's where number four kind of disappears anyway when you start thinking like that. Okay, um, for my course, no discovery calls. Um, but for my one-on-one, I do discovery calls. I probably do maybe like one call a month. And pretty much everybody signs on. It's It's kind of weird if they don't because to get on a call with me, you have to mark on my form that you have the money ready to go today, that you know I'm the coach for you, and that you believe you're gonna be one of my top clients. So <laughs> if you don't mark those, we don't get on a call. So if you mark those, which has happened, and then you don't sign on, it's very, very weird, but it's okay. Cause I think of sales calls differently than most people. So number five, this is so fun. Pressure on your monthly goal. So this is kind of what I was saying about the 90 day thing. If all you're ever thinking about, and I, got, I want you guys to know because someone asked, okay, Taylor, Just explain it and then say that, okay. Stop thinking about your monthly goal. If all you think about every day is your monthly income, okay, if all you think about every single day is your monthly income, that's like your number one goal all the time. You never think farther out than that. Ah, there's a problem, okay? Now here's what I want you to know. I don't believe in planning out more than a month. So how does that work, right? And I don't even really plan months. (laughs) I don't plan anything. I don't even plan weeks, days. I mean, I do like a to-do list. So I'm not saying like, get your huge whiteboard out and plan the next six months or the next year. I've done that. I did that the first year of my business. I probably planned my year out like 25 times. Didn't stick to a single one. Um, I paid a coach like $30,000 and went to her house for five hours and we planned out my year. Didn't stick to it at all. And that was the moment where I was like, yup, never doing that again. Um, which was my own fault. Cause I was like, I really want to plan my year. It doesn't work, but what I am. So I'm not saying plan out your quarter. I'm not saying plan out even your month. I'm just saying, look at, okay. I want this monthly goal. I want to hit the 20 K month. Perfect. I can do that by selling this. Okay. But before you lock that in, I just want you to ask yourself, and this is a decision and it's okay, but it's like, is this paying the bills this month or is this setting me up for long-term success? Right? So if you're like, okay, well, I really need to make this much money. I just hired this coach. I just did this. I need to pay this bill. I didn't realize I still owed $3,000 on taxes, whatever, right? You can decide, I'm going to just pay my bills. I'm just going to do this because I know I'm like in a a dire need situation right now. Fine. But sometimes we don't have that situation going on and we still focus like that. So instead of creating a six-week one-on-one like me and doing that for 10 months straight, What you need to do is just ask yourself really quickly, is this setting me up for success in 90 days or is this only paying the bills this month, right? What's the focus here? That's all I do. And I did that for my course. When I made that course in October, late October, I was like, I'm not creating any more of these little programs that aren't 100% me. Because what I would do is create these workshops and these courses and all this stuff that was like, I like Facebook ads. I don't really use them a ton in my business, but I know them and everybody buys that. So I'm going to make that, right? Or my Facebook group course, which still sells two or three of them a month, (laughs) but um, it's only a $200 course. But still, I made that course because it's like, I love Facebook groups. It's a big part of my business. It's not my whole strategy. I feel we are just teaching it, but people want that. So I'm going to make it and I need to make money. (laughs) And hopefully it will last long-term. But when I made Unleash Your Six Figure Badass, it was like, this is it. This is my, this is what I teach my clients. This is my process, but it doesn't, it's been this forever. Like this is it. Like if I could make my signature course, this would be it. Now I'm able to sell it on repeat. I made sure I did that. That was a huge change for me. And, um, it's not always going to work that way, but they pretty much can. <laughs> so that was that. I loved that. Now I sell it every month instead of doing that, instead of having pressure on the monthly goal. Oh, because then I can, I can sell it every month. I realized I can sell it every month. My payment plan brings in payments all the time, right? What will help with that is thinking a little bit farther out because if you, if you find yourself where it's like, you know you can get by, right? And I don't know the situation, but this is for everybody. If you know you can get by, just let yourself think a little farther out because what's going to happen sometimes is like, you're like, okay, this is my last month doing this. I'm going to hustle. I'm going to sell this thing and I'm going to make the $5,000 I need to pay the bills. But you're setting yourself up to start at zero the next month and the next month. And so you, like, what I like to say is you hustle your ass off and you hit the goal, but then the next month you realize, oh, I've got to do that again, you know? So if you just think a little bit bigger, it can help because um, even if you were just to start so let's say in June, you made 5000 but then in July and August, you knew you were going to start with $2,000. Six. This is awesome. Shame around spending. Okay. If you're making five figures, if you're making anywhere from like 5K to 10K and or more, because I know some of you make more and you probably feel like this too. If you're still feeling shame around spending, if you're still adding up how much you've spent on your coaches in the past year. And being like oh my god holy shit! i can't believe i spent that much on coaches what's wrong with me why are you doing that (laughs) it's so stupid i did that too and i'd be like oh my god what does this mean i i can't invest in i need to just like this needs to be it like i would and it's like why are you doing that because i knew taylor i love having a coach like i i truly love it and maybe you're not that kind of person but like i truly love it and I would always tell myself, okay, after this coach, I'm going to take a break, right? Or or um, this is it. I'm not going to get any other help. I'm only going to focus with this mentor for now or whatever, right? Like I'm talking about anything. Um, that is so unproductive, especially if you're somebody that knows that you like to have a coach and coach is just an easy example. Because I think as coaches or people in this industry, um, we do have a lot of shame around that. And I just found that it was so unproductive because it was like, Holly, because we are a lot alike in that situation. And um, I would also be like, okay, I just hired this coach for $10,000. Now I must make this goal really, really quickly, right? And I've had to have this talk with a lot of clients who are like, okay, well, if I invest this in you, like I really wanna have a big $40,000 month next month, like can I do that? And I'm like, is that really the goal working with me <laughs> to have a big $40,000 month? Or is the goal to create a multiple six-figure business yearly that you can keep doing that with right. And you keep hiring mentors and not forget about it. But I just think shame around spending is so unproductive. And it really sets people back. And it really is counterproductive. Because if you're in here in the fully free Facebook group, if this is not you, you should probably leave. But I think that really means in one one way of the meaning of fully free to me means being able to buy the things that you want to buy without checking the bank account or freaking out. And I mean, investing in coaches. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've journaled, like, I just want to be able to hire the coach that I know I need when I know I need it. I don't want to have to overthink it and freak out and do all these things. And I want to be able to take the trip when I want to take it. You know, one of my old accountants suggested before, and there's something wrong with this, but she's like, what we should do is like, you know, create a couple savings accounts for you with like a goal. So like, if you want to take a big trip to Europe, right? you can put like X amount in every month. And I was like, oh yeah, that'd be so fun. But then the next day it kind of felt weird. Like I don't feel inspired to actually take action on that. And I couldn't think of any goals. And I realized like, I don't want to have to save for a trip to Europe. I want to just book the trip to Europe when I want to go. Do you know what I mean? To me, that's what fully free feels like. And so if that's what we're working to get to, Being shameful about what we're spending now is very counterproductive because (laughs) everything costs money in this world. I mean, pretty much, right? If we're being very practical about it, everything pretty much costs money. Money is needed, right? Why have shame around it. Just realize like, okay, cool. I'm taking action right now. I'm spending the money. I'm growing. I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. Doing all the right things. That's what you should be telling yourself. Instead of being like, oh my God, I've spent $100,000 in coaches in the last year or two or or however much, right? Instead of doing that, why don't you just tell yourself, I'm different. I'm taking the action other people refuse to, right? I have every single thing I've needed um, that I need. I've invested in everything I've needed to. I have all the tools, all the resources, all the support. There's no way I'm not going to go where I want to go, right? I'm taking all the right steps. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to. Feels so much better, right? So, shame around spending is just counterproductive. If you don't wanna buy something, don't buy it. If you don't wanna work with a coach, don't, (laughs) right? But if you want to, don't have shame around it. Or if you have in the past and you're still holding on to that, I just think, especially, this is my role and you don't have to take it on because I know this is a touchy subject, but you're probably gonna resonate with me if you feel this. I think thinking backwards is a waste of time. so so freaking out about past investments or spending or, oh my God, I shouldn't have paid $70 to get my nails done because I should have just checked the price. Don't do that. Then my rule in the present is trust my gut, right? I don't invest in anything that's not a total hell yes. And if it is, I make it happen no matter what. That's my number one priority. And then in the future, I just have the vision and I know what that is. And I try to live now as closely to that as possible. Okay. That's my money stuff. So Number 7, bonus. Although I do have a bonus about looking good, <laughs> which sounds so weird for me to say. Number 7. Big mistake is one, it's kind of a two-parter. Not building a community, right? I I will say I did that very early on. I'm so thankful that I did. Very beginning of my business. I just I don't know why I mean, I don't know. I think I've always secretly wanted to be famous, even though I never thought of it that way. But like in the beginning of my business, I saw these big Facebook groups and I was like, I want that. You know what I mean? This was before I even cared about money. I was like, I want, I always wanted to be like a YouTuber or a blogger. And I oh, I mean, this is almost unhealthy, but, or maybe is unhealthy. Um, but I would obsess over people's followings, like even in high school, right? I would look at the popular girls following numbers. So very unhealthy, but I promise that's changed a little. (laughs) No, I promise it's changed, but um, I always wanted the Facebook group. When I started seeing them, I'm like, I want that. I love this. I love one that it's big numbers because I was so obsessed with that at the time. And I also love that there's community and talking and these people are answering people's questions and they're going to them for the answers and they're seeing them as these leaders. And I love that they're doing live streams and posting and doing videos. And like, I thought it was so cool. And so I built my own, even before I was a coach, even before I wanted to make money online, I built a group, right? And um, that was really helpful for me. But I think the big thing that really goes on here, it's not a strategic thing of like, you just didn't choose to do that. I think a lot of people, I realize, they have this thing where like, they don't see themselves as that kind of person. They don't see themselves as follow worthy. They don't see themselves as the leader, right? I just kind of craved to be that. I didn't see myself like, of course everybody's going to want to follow Taylor Manning. (laughs) I just, I craved it. So I went after it. I think I've always been really good at that. So I craved it. So I went after that. But I think a lot of people get in their head of like, I'm not that kind of person who would want to follow me. I'm not a big deal. I'm not interesting. (sighs) If you want to build a business that's consistent and big and awesome, (laughs) you've got to get over that. Okay? So you've got to start, I don't know what you've got to do here. It's just more deeper work. It's different for everybody, but you've got to start seeing yourself as follow worthy, okay? And build that community. It's so important. And I personally think it's also very fulfilling. Like if I would have just spent my whole business posting in other groups, which I still post in other groups, but if that's all I would have been doing is posting in other groups and having this really small following and like when I say small following, I am not just envision like a couple hundred people, but like I think of like hardly anybody's there and nobody cares kind of following. That would suck. You know what I mean? And so, um, it would just be boring is what I should say. It would be so boring. It's so much more fun to have a following in a community. And I never even looked at it in the beginning of I'm so cool. Follow me. Cause I had all those thoughts. I'm so young. I'm so boring. I'm so unrelatable. I live this so unconventional life. Um, I have this weird story that nobody could possibly ever relate to, and um you know, oh, I didn't see myself as that kind of person for real, but I actually just like wanted to share content and have it, and like I just wanted to give and talk, and that I could get behind. so it wasn't like I'm a leader, I'm an authority, I'm so cool, everybody wants my life. I didn't believe that at all, but I did believe. People want to talk about the stuff I want to talk about. They want to talk about business and marketing, and, and I can create a group on that, and it'll be really fulfilling for me and for them, so why not? Do you know what I mean? So if that's where you have to start, start there, but community is so important. Exactly, Chrissy, and thank you, Michelle. I love that. <laughs> See yourself as follow-worthy, because you are. Um, bonus tip number eight. I mean, this is I, we weren't even really giving tips. This was tips, but the real thing was like pe- things that people do, whatever, that hold them back, right? but I'm just going to give you a tip just for fun. It's just silly. Um, but I, I want to share this on my Instagram story or on a little live stream, but seriously, whatever you do, whatever that thing is, right? For me, I've been liking getting my nails done recently, but that's not something I need, but I have some friends that are like, my nails have to be done to feel good. Like I'm sure they're fine if they're not, but like they just make them feel better. Invest in that. Please invest in that because Just this week, I feel so on fire. I feel so much more productive. I feel like I could be on videos all day long, which is nurturing my audience. And it's just been a huge difference. So if you live in kind of an area like me and that's your excuse, no. Go to a salon. I know there's somewhere that cuts hair near you and just ask them to blow dry your hair. They all do it anyway for every haircut they give, okay? So, so worth it, go do it. It's usually a lot cheaper anyway, not that that matters, but I'm just saying I used to use that as an excuse and now I'm like, oh my God, I can get two blowouts a week for pretty much the same price as one blowout a week. And here I was saying I couldn't get any blowouts a week and the salon is four minutes from my house. So sometimes our excuses are just like our our whatever, our head not wanting us to go, you know what I mean? Okay, awesome guys, so um, thanks so much for hanging out. And this was really fun. I really enjoyed this live stream. So I hope you guys did too. Bye. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show and that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys.